0: Hi neighbors, Courtney here. Welcome to the Local Living Carmel podcast, where you will hear stories from local business owners and neighbors. You can get more from Local Living Carmel on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to check out our local coupon book, which exclusively features deals from Carmel independent businesses. Available in stores now. I'm here with Kevin Capodici of 317 Aerials. How are you, Kevin?
1: Doing great, how are you?
0: Very good, thanks. So we'll start right out of the gate here. Why drone photography?
1: (laughs) That's a pretty extended question. Um, I started off as a graphic design student at Eastern Illinois University. Um, I just fell in love with the process of the creative and creating um, artwork and using computers and technology to really apply to um, corporate America, which is marketing, and using that aspect as well to push content further by using graphic design so as i was a student at eastern illinois i applied for a grant which was really kickstarted 317 aerials this grant included um, so applying for this grant um, the school actually granted me a, a pretty good sum of money to buy my first drone um, at the time they were very archaic it was it, it was putting a GoPro on a flying remote control and letting it go. So it was pretty archaic at the time. How
0: many years ago is
1: this? It's about three years ago. Okay,
0: which in drone world is ancient Which is history. about
1: 20 years, yeah. yeah. It's like 8-track to iPod right now. <laughs> it really is. And so uh, the university, um, as a project, I wanted to do an aerial of the campus and take aerial photos of the campus and see how that that will turn out. Um, turns out my drone spent more time crashed and <laughs> destroyed, and the, fir- the very first one turned out to be pretty much a mess. So um, after that, never gave up on it. Um, the technology finally started getting better and better and better. Um, better cameras, better control of the drones so they're not flying away as much. Um, overall, the technology is really really... Um, always just kept advancing advancing to the point where it's at now where it's really nice but go ahead
0: so i'm curious because um, when i see your drone videos mm-hmm. uh, i mean you're not just like like maneuvering the drone you've got an artistic eye to it were you into mm-hmm. photography before you got into this
1: yeah so that's where the kind of if you want to go way far back yeah
0: take us <laughs> all the way
1: back um i really started off you know, as a kid, just drawing and mm-hmm. drawing. And what really brought me into photography is my passion of automobiles and cars. So I always just loved fast cars and taking pictures of them. I can never afford a beautiful, <laughs> fancy car, but I always wanted one. I always wanted one. So I always had a camera on me, and that's where it really started um, developing my ph- photography. Eye is capturing, you know, the best angle, best lighting of, of cars and then it went from, you know, I think I was mediocre at most with handheld to really taking it off to uh, with the drones and really starting to um, get a whole other perspective on what this world has to offer. I mean, you can, you can see things normally when you're on the ground, but once you have an eye in the sky, it really takes it uh, to a next level.
0: It's pretty powerful to see the image, especially the moving video images are really... Mm-hmm inspiring to see from that high up and you Mm -hmm. I mean you put some neat music to it too so Mm -hmm. it seems like a very dramatic effect (laughs) I like it yeah
1: I really like the cinematography Uh aspect of it yeah it it. almost
0: seems like a movie the way you do it and
1: that's what I was going for a lot um I I try and tend to create a lot of really compelling content because you know what is this what is this random footage of a building if it's what does this all mean right we need to put you know some sort of emotion behind it we need Mm -hmm. to put some sort of story behind it um I recently traveled to Detroit to document the abandoned Packard plant up there. Um, It's 40 acres plus of just a complete abandoned America that has been left forgotten. And so somebody recently purchased the building, and they're starting a full restoration of it. And before the restoration kicks in, I wanted to make sure I got up there to record you know how 100 years of hmm. abandonment really takes on the American economy
0: wow so you just went up there just to do it yourself
1: yeah I do um I do a lot of just stuff just for me which goes on to my YouTube channel so it, it really my business is a lot of uh, serving my clients but all the stuff that I do for me um, really goes on YouTube hmm. and Instagram pages I mean that's stuff that I really want that I want to share personally that, that's me behind it, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not like this person hired me to do right. this and I'm just sharing it. No, this is stuff I really take... There's an
0: inspiration behind take it. ...take a passion
1: in, yeah. right. Mm-hmm.
0: That's really... Oh, I've seen your Instagram, but I haven't looked on your YouTube, but I'll have to look on it because I really like the videos. Yeah, the, well.
1: YouTube starts, um, and that's what the whole next steps are, is that um, more travel time, more YouTube content, and really want to... Um, Make this process streamlined where I can go to a location, um, get a great drone footage, put it online, and then inspire others to pick up the hobby or contact me to do some work with them.
0: Yeah. So, what is, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. paying the bills with drone photography right now? Who are the clients? Is it real estate? Like, what is it exactly?
1: I made a little list. So <laughs> sorry. Because there's you can a read lot. Your list. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, made sure because i have a lot (laughs) um yeah so the main clients right now are currently uh residential commercial real estate um those are the most consistent clients that want homes um taking photos of they want a 3d tour or 3d model of the home so the technology with the drones right now is that we can take 500 images of a of a home from the outside of it and then place it into a 3D model. So you, as a home buyer, can now click on this 3D model, zoom in, and now um, spin it around, and you can see the property lines of the house you're about to purchase. It's really compelling.
0: That's really
1: cool. So for a real for a realtor to buy something like that, and even with commercial real estate, you know, if you're trying to sell a shopping outlet, um, lease out more um, places to your you know outlet whatsoever. Then you can get a 3D model of it. You can get maps better than what and more current than what Google Maps has out right now is like a satellite view. So it's really the the industry is really moving forward enterprise right now. Um, other clients outside of real estate have been construction companies that want um, sites surveyed. So there's a lot of uh, safety aspects that go into that. They want to make sure you know cranes are hitting their right points. Um, workers are staying out of the way of all the heavy machinery so the eye in the sky really provides that but um, also farmers are really big right now um, I have a few farmer clients right now that want vegetation levels on their land hmm. if they're not watering properly they need something that's cheaper than a their biplane to go up into the air and so that takes a whole another level of ease out of their job is that they can just hire me, I show up, I sit on their, on their front porch and fly the drone over, I can see what dead spots are in their crops and then they can plan accordingly to do that. Um, also outside of that, we have uh, creative services too, so video production companies, um, a lot of video production companies currently, they, they're really good at producing ground footage and editing video. Um, What they don't want to deal with is the licensing and the equipment of drones Mm. and the liability of them as well. So it's a great way to get great drone footage is to subcontract a a drone pilot that has the certifications, has the licensing, has the experience to do so. I've been doing this for four years already now, so I've crashed (laughs) a a number (laughs) of drones to get to the point where I have not, you know, done anything. you know, I've never crashed on a job site. Yeah. You know, I, I've had it as a hobby for two years, as a number of crashing. And ever since I took it legit, there's been... And the technology is obviously kept up, too, where there's advanced collision avoidance, mm. you know, stuff like that, where the drone is almost uncrashable now, unless you have a major failure shoot out of the sky or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So if the, for the first two years, you were mm-hmm. doing this as a hobby, you said. Yep. So were you finishing school at that time while you were doing it, or you were working another job?
1: Yeah, so I was finishing school, um, finishing my mass, or no, Sorry, my bachelor's at uh, Eastern Illinois, like I said. Um, very uh, great school to go to. I mean, it was a it was small enough school for me to really get embraced into the, the creative field. I mean, our class size was about 22 people, mm-hmm. and we stuck with each other for four years. Years straight. Wow. So we got to know each other pretty well.
0: Yeah. Are you from Eastern Illinois then? Originally, I'm
1: originally from Plainfield, which is a suburb of Chicago okay. in Illinois. And then after um, I graduated Eastern, I got an internship at Wish TV mm. um, up here I was in Indianapolis. How you ended up over here. Yeah. So uh, Wish TV was really my big stepping stone, and I give everyone credit that I worked with there to really get my career jump started here in Indianapolis.
0: So, but you, were, you weren't doing drone photography for them. It was something... No,
1: I was doing graphic design Okay. still. And so I was still um, in the position where, while I was still in school, I was freelance graphic designing. I thought I was going to be this big designer. Um, and then I realized that, you know, freelance graphic design is a very hard industry. Um, one, because the clients usually want something that is $15 that they can get online. They can mm-hmm. subcontract someone else online for Um and it's not, not, not against, you know, the personal work I have ever done. It's just the market is really not geared towards somebody who needs to pay the bills, mm. right? And it's not very lucrative. And you have to start from the bottom and work your way all yeah. the way up as a designer, just like you would an artist. So um, 317 Aerials was actually originally 317 Designs. And so I, w- I was doing web design, graphic design, photography, video, everything and then the drone came into place and it turned out I was getting more drone clients as I was getting graphic design clients and my drone clients were way more easier to work with they love the work I do and so I just realized that it's time to to pivot over to something that uh, better defines my skill set I mean mm. so I still use the design aspect in everything I do that's yeah. where the eye comes from yeah
0: you can see that and and the, the editing
1: and so I mean Anything from um, vector designs to motion graphics to video editing to photography editing, Photoshop editing, it all comes into play in 317 aerials. <laughs> so
0: you seem to really enjoy it.
1: Love it. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Yeah. I love what I do. I'm very passionate about what I do. I mean, I think my goal is that, um, is that I started off, I'm trying to phrase this right, Um I think originally is that there's three parts to 317 aerials, and my skill set. And one is the creative aspect of it. I've got that down. I went went to school, got the creative degree. Um, another part of it is the science and technology part. So. As a kid, you know, I was pulling apart computers at nine years old and then Hmm. finally learned how to piece them back together when I was 18. (laughs) So your parents are probably
0: like, we've seen this developing, you know, (laughs) for the last 20 years. They
1: have seen it the whole time. (laughs) They just know that I always have a new gadget or something I'm destroying and tearing apart. (laughs) And it's kind of where the car thing comes back into play is that I was working on cars at the time and really didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to do something where it was more hands-on. Um, something more technology-based. I was always fascinated because I think the automobile represents, especially like high-end supercars, it represents art, science, oh yeah, business, all in the same, um, I don't know, triangle of, uh, I don't know how to phrase this right. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, but it's all
0: in the same package. But it's all
1: in the same package, yeah. yeah. And so... I think I want to apply, I think that's why I really I got my inspiration from is mm. applying that to the drone and photography industry. And so using the creative, using the science and technology and then using the business aspect all coming together into one entity. I mean, that's the real, that's the real key right there, mm. right?
0: So I'm curious because it sounds like it's been, like the industry has been very responsive to you. So I'm just mm-hmm. wondering, you obviously love it, was there, has there been a point where you've thought about Quitting or doing something different, or <laughs> if this has just been your
1: yeah. There's been plenty. There's been plenty of points where I wanted to pack up bags and yeah. and go find something else to do. Um, before last year, there were some pretty strict regulations to be a commercial drone pilot. So uh, originally, is that you had to be a real commercial pilot to even get considered for a drone license? Really? And I'm not a commercial pilot (laughs) whatsoever. Um, And so you had to have this commercial license, and then you can go down and get a commercial drone license, right? Just in this past year, they've passed this law stating that it's called FAA 107. Um, With a 107 license, any person can go online, take a a test similar to a driver's license, Mm -hmm. you take a test with the FAA, and then they will grant you a license that you can carry with you um, that you can operate commercially and legally, and there is a lot of uh, the laws with drones right now are still catching up to the technology. Yeah, and then the laws are always going to be slower than the technology moves. So there's a lot of points where it gets very frustrating. Where um, you have certain, you know, peeping tom laws in Indiana right now that mm. are coming up, and I'm all for you know very thought out regulations, but this certain law. Um, when it was initially proposed, it would pretty much give anyone access to call the police on a drone operator just because they feel that their privacy is being invaded, even if they're in public. So it was it's very um, like walking the tightrope of legality, you know, what battles to pick and choose, mm-hmm. and then even... Uh, I'm sorry. Even... Uh, you know where where do you lie in that do you lie in there as a hobbyist cuz i initially started off with the drones you know pre-license i had to you know get my equipment paid for it. i have to pay my bills so with my freelance graphic design i would give the drone service away absolutely for free mm-hmm. and then i would charge for the editing and for the the post production of it and so it all just kind of came together but now i can legit charge for Drone photography and drone services, myself.
0: So, tell me the mm-hmm. favorite, like, scene that you videoed or video you put together or experience.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's gonna be a hard one.
0: Some like high point.
1: Um. Okay, I think so. Um, after I finished my internship at Wish TV, um, I started a nine-to-five at an automation company. And that which I currently still work with right now and so this automation company um, we have some pretty high-end clients um, such as you know Mary Kay uh, cosmetics Dollar Shave Club uh, I'm a marketing specialist for them right now um, great company to work for great people to work with a great opportunity so I love what I do and how I can adapt 317 aerials into um, this big large corporation so it was about this time last year, um, we were flown out to California to fly indoors of a Dollar Shave Club distribution center. Mm. So it was really cool to see not only the behind the scenes of how all these, you know, big razors are getting you know pushed in and out of the uh, factory. You know, everyone gets their dollar razor yeah. once a month, right? But being one of the first people that I know of, that I've seen, really get this technology inside a giant large distribution center and really document the whole system that got put into place. So it's a very intricate process of you know very long conveyor belts, um, automation, You know, sometimes robotics, sometimes um, software. So all these things come together to make these companies get these these products right out the door mm-hmm. and so to add a whole other aspect of aerial photography to it really pushes that corporate marketing to a whole other level. I mean, outside of that, I've I've traveled um, a number of times back to Chicago to capture Navy Pier, um, and then I love doing the downtown Indianapolis videos. Mm. Um, and recently, that was the
0: first video I ever saw of yours. Actually, that caught my eye. You had some cool yeah, beat music to it.
1: That's great, thank you. And so, and that's a whole other aspect of it. And I'm so glad that you you've seen it. Yeah, that was the first video right? <laughs> And so, um, a whole other aspect of it is. You know, I can create all this content and put it out there, but getting it in front of people mm-hmm. that's a whole nother science in itself. You Definitely. Know, social media mar- social media marketing is huge. And, and it takes a
0: lot of time. It takes a lot of time <laughs> and a
1: lot of fine tuning. <laughs> oh,
0: I hear you on yeah. that. <laughs> I'm, I'm walking that line right now. Yeah. So. so coming forward for three one seven <laughs> Aerials, what would you you hinted at this, but what would you like to to be doing more of, to see the business grow into? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, Right now, I really am focusing on personal content. I mean, I love my clients and I love people to to work with, but at the same time, I need, this business is also for me. And so there's a million ways to make money on the internet. um, And I wanna really start exploiting that. Uh, The YouTube Avenue really interests me because there are high-end content creators on YouTube right now making a full-time living by generating daily content what I want to do is travel more generate daily content with the drone document the process of it because that's really what I'm obsessed with is the process of mm. you know, traveling to a place uh, finding the perfect object to shoot and then finally getting the drone up there and getting all the angles and getting all the lighting and making sure everything times up perfectly and once you get all that in. I think that's really what makes compelling video is it's 90% planning and then mm-hmm. 10% post, right? So it, a lot goes into it.
0: It's funny because sitting here, hearing you talk about it, mm-hmm. to me, that sounds like a logistical stress bomb. It is. <laughs> so no, it, it truly must, is. You must really be wired for it to enjoy that so You much. must
1: have to really love what you do because yeah. there, are, there have been times where... Um, I've shown up to certain places that are, you know, restricted airspaces, and I can't fly. And I just drove, you know, and it's a learning process. This was before the license and all that. So a restricted airspace, you can't even get off the ground and whatsoever. So you have to really um, start knowing your stuff, knowing your maps. Um, and then there's been places where I've been 100% legal, and I still have people harassing me saying that it's illegal. So <laughs> I
0: think people still get freaked out when they see a drone. In the air. There's
1: definitely still a drone hysteria, yeah. um, Especially when it comes to online. Um, I mean, you see the one person do something stupid, the one person hit a window, the one person who f- flies above a football stadium has a crash and hits uh, somebody. Yeah. Um, but those cases are one in a million. I mean, the industry is a multi-billion-dollar industry, and if there's only a few people a year that do that out of the It's a
0: really small percentage. Billions of
1: drones that have been sold. Yeah, it's a very small percentage. So my light of it is that if you if anyone has seen a drone video, just appreciate the cinematography, appreciate the technology and it's a very good thing. It's helping out a lot of people. I mean, saving a lot of people money and time and to get the eye in the sky to gather data to you know get the extra creative angle that you might need mm.
0: so I'm wondering I'm going back a little bit but mm-hmm. I'm curious you know this drone photography seems like it has elements of a hobby to it despite the fact that it's your business yeah. so what is your hobby is it just working on this or is some other kind of art <laughs> or creation or car automobile work or what you know
1: I work about 80 hours a week okay that's what I'm wondering. so
0: <laughs> it's filled yeah
1: it's filled um Outside of work, I mean, I still try and make everything my work. So, Mm. I I am a big, like, movie buff. Um, Love watching anything cinematography just to pull inspiration from. Mm. Um, Big uh, car guy myself, but I still can't get that. I have no time for that hobby anymore. Mm. And I would love to free up some time to do so. (laughs) One day. One day, right. Yeah, but it really is... um, I'm in a really good position right now where... I, I am you know young, I have time, um, 25 years old, so I, I have the time to work a full-time job that grants me the great opportunities um, every single day and still a full-time salary paycheck and still operate a business that generates just as much revenue a month than that paycheck does and it's a great position to be in and if it means not having a, a social life on the weekends mm-hmm. i'm 100 okay with it well if that's- you love
0: what you do you don't need anything else and <laughs> exactly
1: right. and i'm very content with where i'm at right now
0: well that's cool i'm excited to check <laughs> out your youtube channel and just kind of see more come out yeah. from 317 aerials
1: mm-hmm.
0: thanks kevin it's, a- it's nice to meet you oh it's so nice yeah. to meet you thanks for stopping by You can download new episodes of Local Living Carmel podcast on iTunes or subscribe at locallivingcarmel.com where you can get to know a new Carmel business owner and neighbor each week. See you next week.